Welcome to the Business Ethics Lab podcast. Join us as we talk and share tools for next generation's business leaders on how to get business ethics right. We will discuss different business ethics issues, interview business leaders, and straight talk on how to approach ethics issues in the workplace. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Bass, and each week we feature University of Nebraska Omaha College of Business Administration Scholars Academy students. Time to start our business ethics lab. In today's episode, we'll talk all about stakeholders. Isaac, Cade, and Matthew will walk us through how stakeholders can influence a business to be more ethical. Hello and welcome to the sixth and last episode of Season 1 of the Business Ethics Lab podcast. My name is Matthew Smith and I'll be your host today. I'm currently a junior at UNO studying real estate and finance. Today I'm joined by my co-host Isaac Cruz-Vital and Cade Linville. Thank you, Matthew. My name is Cade Linville and I'm also a junior at UNO studying finance, banking, and investment science. We'd now like you to meet our last host, Isaac Cruz-Vital. Thank you, Cade. My name is Isaac Cruz-Vital, and I am also a junior at UNO studying real estate and finance. I am currently an intern at Union Pacific and have been there for nearly two years. For those of you following our podcast series, you have now listened to five episodes covering various ethical topics. If you are new to Business Ethics Lab podcast, be sure to check out the first five episodes as they offer great insight and information on today's ethical issues. We want to further your understanding of the importance of being ethical in the business environment. We will be doing that by speaking about the importance of ethics when dealing with stakeholders. There are three takeaways that we want you to gain from listening today. First, who and what stakeholders are, their importance, and the role that they play in an organization's success. Second, we will share how businesses ethically satisfy the relationship between them and their stakeholders to ensure success for the company through the stakeholder theory. And lastly, we want to share the importance of analyzing stakeholders' needs through a method called stakeholder analysis. With all that being said, the overall goal is for us to give you a better understanding of the ethical standards and procedures regarding stakeholders, because after all, you yourself are a stakeholder. So listen closely, and let's get right into it. What is a stake? A stake is simply a claim or right to something. That is the simplest of definitions. To give you a better description, a stake is any interest or share in some effort or undertaking. Almost everyone has a stake in one thing or another, making everyone you know a stakeholder. Stakeholders can be categorized into two categories, primary and secondary. A primary stakeholder means that they have a direct tie or relationship with the organization. If you go to the grocery store and buy your weekly groceries, you are a stakeholder of that store and those products. Consumers, employees, shareholders, and the local community are all examples of primary stakeholders who have a direct tie to organizations. For each of these, there are different ethical issues that arise. For example, when dealing with consumers, organizations need to be aware of conflicts of interest, product safety, and truthful advertising. When they look at employees, they need to be aware of safe working conditions, inclusivity, and perhaps how businesses approach downsizing. Another big stakeholder is shareholders. Businesses have to ensure transparency on how and where they are spending shareholders' money. Are they fully maximizing returns? Is their use of resources and operations ethical? Transparency is the biggest key when dealing with shareholders. The last primary stakeholder I mentioned was the community. 
Businesses owe the community they belong to the duty of being a good steward. Do they use resources with care? Do they give back to the community? Do they take responsibility for the community's success or failure? There are many ethical questions to ask when we look at primary stakeholders. Now that you know about primary, let me tell you a little bit about the secondary stakeholders. Secondary stakeholders means they have an indirect tie or relationship with the organization. Things like media, competitors, the government, neighboring communities and industries, and the environment all fall under this category. So now that we know what a stake is and who the stakeholders are, let's learn about how does a business account for each and every one of their stakeholders. In 1984, R. Edward Friedman originally detailed the stakeholder theory of organizational management and business ethics that addresses morals and values in managing an organization. Basically, the stakeholder theory is the consideration of all stakeholders, not just shareholders, to ensure a business's success. A huge part of the theory is determine who and what really counts. An organization does not want to spend the same amount of time satisfying their consumers' needs as they would on satisfying the needs of a neighboring community. Time is money. So the way a business spends their time is crucial for success. The prioritization of stakeholders is key when planning how to address the morals and values you want to provide to them. Businesses can do this through a method called stakeholder analysis. There are two main steps to analyzing the ranking of stakeholders. The first step is to determine who your organization's stakeholders groups are. Primary versus secondary, internal versus external, domestic versus international. It is important to identify them all. In the second step, we rate each group on a basis of three criteria, the first being power. Power is their ability to influence the actions of other stakeholders. The second is legitimacy. Legitimacy determines whether they have a right to have interest, basically asking, do they have skin in the game? And the third is urgency. Urgency is their attention-getting capacity and abilities. Groups that have only one fall under a low priority, or groups with two of the three fall under medium priority. And lastly, the groups with all three are high priority. Now that we have a brief overview on stakeholders and their relation to business ethics, we will be talking about a real-world issue to give you a better understanding of how things can go right or can go wrong. To help put things into a better perspective, we will be going over an example that shows what can happen when entities exclude certain stakeholders while on the mission of maximizing wealth and returns for shareholders. Jared Diamond reports that in Montana alone, there are about 20,000 abandoned mines, many of them a century or more old, that will leak acid and toxic metals essentially forever, with virtually incalculable cleanup cost. He suggests that early mining companies behaved as they did because society and regulations required almost nothing of them. After all, they were businessmen operating according to generally accepted business principles to maximize profits for owners and shareholders in the United States and Europe. As a result, long-term environmental effects were not considered, and realistically, we firmly believe that shareholder wealth maximization remains a corporate objective today and day, and it remains a threat to stakeholders. The overall hope is that organizations enhance their ethical contributions to human well-being more broadly, and our goal is to bring more awareness to the issue. As Matthew mentioned when covering stakeholder theory, it is important that all stakeholders are considered in order for a business to succeed. At the end of the day, businesses need to address who and what really counts when making their business decisions. With that being said, there are many examples that showcase how great ethical decisions have benefited stakeholders and shareholders, while creating a long-lasting ethical culture that can help contribute to a company's success. Now Cade will be introducing our special guest, who we are thankful to have on today's episode. Awesome. Thanks, Isaac. 
In the booth with me, I have Ben Becker, a co-worker and fellow student at UNO. Thanks for coming in today, Ben. Yeah, no problem. Do you mind introducing yourself and giving our listeners a brief description of who you are and the business you represent? Yeah, so born and raised in Omaha, work at Golf Galaxy with Cade here. Great. Uh, now that we know a little more about you, we can get started. Um, the best way to start would be explaining to you exactly what a stakeholder is because it gets confused with shareholder. A stakeholder is any person or group of people that are directly or indirectly affected by a firm. These people range from employees and customers to competitors and communities. With that being said, I have a few questions for you regarding your role as a stakeholder at Golf Galaxy. So you and I have worked together at Golf Galaxy for well over a year. Do you have an example of a decision that an employee made that affected the business positively? Yeah, I think that it's just kind of the little stuff that probably made the most difference. Just acknowledgement of people doing a good job or just, you know, doing stuff that isn't specific to your position, going on our way to do it, helping, you know, the rest of the team, just having more of a team environment Mm -hmm. that I think has, you know, the biggest positive effect for morale. I just think that increasing just the overall happiness of employees just causes us to do better work and do it more efficiently. How about negative? Yeah, I think that it kind of is the opposite of that. I don't think there's really enough of that acknowledgement. For example, there's, you know, credit cards are a pretty big push right now. And I get the, you know, incentive of corporate trying to do that so they can get rid of any credit card fees. Some people have clear advantages. People that work more, people that are working the front end have more of an advantage of getting more credit cards. And it just kind of, I think, maybe deters other people from even trying to because they feel out of it. Okay, great. Uh, Do you believe the work that you do at Golf Galaxy affects the Dick's Sporting Goods Corporation? And as a stakeholder, what motivates you to do good work at Golf Galaxy? Yeah, I think it, you know, if I were conversely a bad employee, that would have more of an effect. But yeah, I think that just me trying to do a good job is more, at least for me, more of a personal choice. I don't think it really matters where I would work. All right, last one. I got a little hypothetical for you. Uh, Someone comes into the store looking to spend thousands of dollars on new clubs. You are eager to help and start trying out clubs from 2019, which tend to run into the thousands of dollars. However, you think of a set that fits him or her perfectly from a couple of years ago that are cheaper and do not earn a commission. What do you do? Yeah, that situation has come up for me before pretty frequently. I always just give them what fits them the best, regardless of price, usually, because I think in the long run, they'll come back to you. They respect that. They'll come back to you. You're in their business for longer. I've had people come back that I've sold, you know, a prior generation set, and they buy a new driver for me later on or new fairy woods or something that I can get commission on. It usually works out to be about the same, I think, most of the time because you're in their business. And do you think this has a positive or negative effect on Golf Galaxy? Positive, because, again, we're, you know, earning their business back. I just think that being honest with the customer is probably the best thing you can do. And so I think that if you can kind of just not be a salesman about it and just be helping person to person, human to human, that people like that the best and you end up keeping their business. All right, Ben, thanks for joining me in the booth. And thank you for being part of the Stakeholders Podcast. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Today, we were able to elaborate on the previous topics covered in previous episodes while elaborating and providing information on the importance of business ethics and stakeholders. My colleague Matthew was able to provide us a detailed explanation on what exactly a stakeholder is and the correlation that they have in the world of business ethics. Kate was able to give us a broader understanding of stakeholders and shareholders by interviewing his coworker from Golf Galaxy, Ben Becker, who was able to share his experiences. 
that went on to show that business ethics is found anywhere and everywhere, especially in our field of study here in the College of Business. And there you have it, folks. I want to thank my co-hosts Isaac and Cade for being great hosts, and we want to thank Ben Becker for being such a great guest and sharing his experience and knowledge with us. And lastly, we want to thank you, our listeners, for joining us for an exciting episode and an unbelievably successful first season. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you liked what you heard, go ahead and give us a rating and review and subscribe to our channel wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.